Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. And today we're going to talk about this verses. Yep, the verses with Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat. Because this is what you're not going to do. You're not going to disrespect Bobby Brown. If I could say it in my Whitney voice, I'd say, Bobby Brown, the king of pop. Or did she say the king of R&B? I don't know what he's supposed to be. I think he's the king of R&B is what it is. He's the king of somebody. But, you know, people just need to put some respect on Bobby's name. They just really do. I'm going to tell you why. So here's the thing. This is what I see. I, I cannot help but, you know, I'm analytical and I have to look at all of the facts. I have to look at everything. So a lot of people are saying that Bobby Brown can't dance anymore. He just old and out of shape and he shouldn't be dancing. And for that reason, because Keith Sweat is still on tour and keeping in shape and dancing, even though he was out there drunk, they're saying that he did better. Well, um, let me just tell you about this. First of all, Bobby Brown has suffered um, some strokes and heart attacks because of his drug use. And he has been very candid and very open and very transparent about that. He has a book. He's got these, you know, recordings. He's got these interviews. He's got all of this information out there that you can go and Google and find and listen to and watch for yourself. So that in and of itself, and he's still a recovering, recovering because recovering means that you continue to work at and work through your addiction. So he is a recovering alcoholic and a recovering drug addict. So his recovery will never be complete as long as he is here on this earth. Because just like with Elder Barge, who was sober and he you know, he was sober for many years, like two decades. And then all of a sudden he starts drinking again. He just fell off the bucket. And um, I, I'm not sure where he is with his sobriety now. But when I'm saying it, it just goes to show that there's no extended amount of time to say that this person is now recovered. They're no longer an addict because addictive behavior is just that anything can trigger addictive behavior. It could be a tragedy. It could be something celebratory. It could be just an imbalance. So that's one thing. The other thing is that um, we found out that Bobby Brown just, he wasn't a bad boy. He, he wasn't just a bad boy making bad decisions. And he wasn't just taking drugs just for recreational purposes or drinking just for that, that he actually had mental illness. And so once he finally got diagnosed with that mental illness, as we can see, he's an absolutely different and changed man. Now that the medications that he's on is helping to regulate his mental um, illness, he has the capacity, like he's a different person. He's not that, um, what the, the troublemaker, and he's not that loose cannon that he once was when his mental illness was running his life and he was undiagnosed. So that's, those things are very important. So the fact that he had all of that going on and he had the mental or actually had the physical ability to show up, that's a lot. He had more than one stroke. He had more than one heart attack. That's a lot. He shouldn't physically be able to do what he's doing. 
but he's obviously worked hard to get to the point where he is still functional. And then to add insult to injury on top of that, he lost two, not one, but two children and the love of his life. No, he doesn't say it, but just his reaction when they started playing, we got something in common. The song he, the duet he did with, with Whitney Houston, he could barely sing the song. But he said it before, before he got married to this current wife, how Whitney was the love of his life. And, you know, he's never loved anybody like that before. He said he'll probably never love anybody like that after. And that was, at that time, he wasn't married. And I believe when Whitney was still alive. And so now he's being more careful out of respect for his wife. But you can still see in his face, in his eyes, that listening to that song, what it did to him, the nostalgic part of it, but not just that, but thinking about Whitney, of course, will make him probably think about Bobby Christina, his daughter named after him. And then thinking about her and her untimely death too early. And then he has his son who just recently died. And has it even been a year that his son died? And here he is on stage performing, entertaining people and, you know, just showing up. First of all, just to show up because anybody else would probably be someplace sitting underneath the table, sucking their thumb with a diaper on, <laughs> you know, they could be because that is hard. Those are hard things to go through and to get through and him showing up just to me, he had me as showing up just the respect of it all. I respect him for showing up. And then after that, obviously I'm not sure who picked those um, songs, but those were not Bobby Brown's best song. Bobby Brown could have started out with my prerogative and then Keith Sweat could have sat down for the rest of the night. <laughs> like just that. But something in comment, like that's a big deal. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that's one of my all time favorite songs. I don't think a week goes by that I don't play that song. And he just, and then he's got Don't Be Cruel. Like that whole album was all of that. The Ghostbusters, they just didn't even, the, the, was it the Ghostbusters song? They didn't even play that. Every little step. They played Roni, but my goodness, the songs that they were playing was just like, they were playing like just garbage crap stuff. Like we don't care about that music that was the new edition with all six of them. I shouldn't say we don't care about them, but they weren't really jams. And then Keith Sweat said that he was cheating when he played a new edition song. Mm, nope. Uh, he was singing on new edition songs. The songs that he played, he was singing. And the, the fact that Keith Sweat said out of his own mouth that he wasn't even known when Bobby Brown had his first hit or won his first Grammy or his first award. Now, that just tells you that Bobby Brown is more of an OG. They may be close in age, but as far as um, longevity or the time that they've been in the industry, Bobby Brown has been out here longer and he's done more than Keith Sweat. And not only did Bobby Brown do music like hit albums, you know, with his group, but he did by himself 
and then he did collaborations. He's done acting. He's been in movies and he's been in other shows. So he's, he's done a lot. You know, he um, influenced fashion trends. He influenced a hairstyle. Everybody started wearing a Gumby hairstyle because of him and, you know, dance. Bobby Brown is a legend. He is a living legend. And it's about time that people give him his flowers while he is alive. You know how many times? Look at his bio. Watch his bio. I don't know. You know, his biopic doesn't depict all of that. But you have to read his information, his book, and you'll see he literally died more than once. We could have lost Bobby so many times. But he's still here. We could have lost him when he lost his daughter. He's still here. We could have lost him when he was on drugs, when he had heart attacks and he had strokes. He's still here. We could have lost him when he had car accidents. We could have lost him those times that he overdosed on drugs, but he's still here. Don't wait until he's gone like DMX or Aretha Franklin or Chadwick Boseman. Don't wait until they're gone. He's gone to then start saying, oh yeah, Bobby Brown was great. He did this and that. Because the other thing about Bobby Brown, I'm going to tell you why one of the main reasons I love him. So it's not just because he's a fighter and he's a survivor, but it's because whenever I've seen him with his fans, he loves his fans. He appreciates his fans. He respects his fans. Bobby Brown used to go in his pocket when his fans would ask him for money. He would go in his pocket and give it to him. When people would ask him for stuff, he would do it. When they would ask him to sing something, he'd sing it. They asked him to bust a move, he would do it. They would ask him to take a picture, he does. They asked him to sign an autograph, he does. And he doesn't do it with a nasty attitude. When he was drunk, when he was sober, and when he was high, when he's with his family, when he's children, when he's by himself, when he's at Burger King, when he was doing being Bobby Brown, he that's who he is. He loves his fans and he appreciates um, being who he is. He loves what he does. He loves to sing. He loves to dance. So even though he may not dance the way he used to, just remember his body is has been through a lot and it's not what it used to be. All of us are going to get that way sometime. If we keep aging, as we get older, things change. Now, we lost Michael Jackson too soon, so we didn't get a chance to see how he, but he wasn't moving like he used to. Janet Jackson don't move like she used to. And you all, the people that are part of the Beehive, she don't move like she used to. And that's why we don't see her as much as we used to. And there's going to come a time when Cardi B, she, she was dropping it, even though she's pregnant and that looks great. But there's going to come a time where she's not going to be able to drop it when she's not pregnant. <laughs> so you do what you can while you can. But we have people like Dolly Parton is still out there. She's still doing stuff. She's way older than Bobby Brown. So all I got to say is put some respect on Bobby Brown's name. And sometimes we have to salute people for what they've overcome and give them credit for that. Because he didn't even have to show up. He could have declined the offer. Many people have. And it's the same way with, you know, Patti LaBelle. She used to kick them shoes off on stage and get down. Patti couldn't kick off them shoes. What she did versus she was sitting down. <laughs> but she showed up. And she's still a living legend. 
she showed up. She didn't hit all the notes, but she hit some. So I'm just saying, y'all put some respect on Bobby Brown's name. Cause I'm just gonna, I'ma hold them down just like that. Cause those true fans are those true blue fans. They don't, they don't fade out. We don't fade in and fade out. So I'm not fading anywhere. Bobby Brown, I got you. Team Bobby. Thanks for tuning in on this episode of Saturdays with Sean. Now, I know this episode may not encourage you. may not encourage you. It may be just that it was entertainment. Because, you know, we talk about some current subjects and things going on. But there still is something to be learned. The lesson learned is, put some respect on Bobby Brown's name. No, just kidding. But the lesson learned is that we all go through things. And sometimes, and just because we're not at our very best, and just because we can't perform to the way we did when we were younger, that doesn't mean that you don't have value. It doesn't mean that your contribution to this world um, should not be appreciated. And so the other part is to give people um, their flowers while they're here and appreciate them, but show them love and respect before it's too late. Because all those tributes after they're gone, they that it benefits them none. It doesn't benefit them at all. It's just you trying to make yourself feel better and trying to make amends, but you can't right that wrong when it's too late when they're not here. And the other thing is that when somebody overcomes their addiction and they get through um, tragedies and they continue to show up, then applaud them. Applaud them for stepping in the room even if they're not where they used to be before those things happen. Because losing someone changes you. It changes you forever. A part of you dies with that person when they die. And someone who has gone through or been in any type of addiction, the fact that he did not go back to those addictions and that he continued to take his medicine, he continued to do self-care, Because look back, there was a time when his lip was, you know, you could see when he had the stroke and his lip was drooping, his face was drooping. Everybody don't recover from that. So that's a miracle in and of itself. You know, sure, he probably had some money for to help it out. But still, um, I think it's commendable that he showed up. So. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Saturdays with Sean. You know, you can find me on that Facebook, Saturdays with Sean, YouTube, Saturdays with Sean, and you can email me at Saturdays with Sean, but that Saturdays with Sean is with a Z because somebody took my ass. (laughs) So thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you later.